Hello and welcome to Publish Me, a monthly podcast series from the AS21 Podcast Network, where we explore the publishing process of the fantasy epic, The Will of the Magi. I'm your host, Keith F. Sheldon, publisher of AS21 Media, and joining me as always is... Hey everyone, this is Paul Russell, the author of The Will of the Magi. Hope you're all doing well, and hope you're all enjoying 2018. And Renegator, design consultant for AS21 Media, and holding a very hot container of soup <laughs> and we welcome back frequent guest Corey Parker, editor in chief at AS Media. All right, so Rana is now. You're at Magfest right now, or at least parking at Magfest. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm at Magfest thus far. I've been to a wizard party, a fighting games panel, going to indie game developer mixer later. Gonna play some games. Gonna listen to some music. Went to Magprom last night. That was cool. All around fun times. But okay, that's awesome. What's funny is we have a uh, a friend of ours who is there as well, down from New Jersey, David Soberman, the man who brought me and Paul together. And the reason that this podcast exists is there. Yes, this is true. Okay, so this is the January 2018 edition of the Publish Me Podcast, officially. Chapter 34 of the Publish Me Podcast, and today we're going to be talking resolutions and resolving to create in 2018. And we welcome back Corey Parker. He's back every other episode with us as he continues the editing process of The Will of the Magi. So let's go ahead, first of all, for updates, what everyone's been up to the past month. So, uh, Rana, why don't you go first? Moved into a new area, uh, started a new job in November. I work at a print shop now. Yay! Yay! Learning about how to print things correctly. Also getting exposed to some really cool art and graphic design while I'm at it. I am making a coloring book for Katsukon 2018 again this year. I will be tabling, selling my art there. So if y'all are going to Katsukon, I'll be there. I'm also tabling at a geeky yard sale in Laurel, Maryland in like two weeks. So that should be fun, too. I'm also in the process of talking to Anime USA about doing coloring book and stuff for them as well. So, pretty exciting start to the year. Yeah, sounds like right, it. This was fun. All right, Paul, how was your holiday season and end of 2017? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it sounds so wonderful. <laughs> yeah. Here's my depressing note. Uh-oh. People can stop dying. I'd appreciate it. Oh, yeah, I, I heard that you had... Did you have multiple, or was it just... In the past ten months, I've had six people pass. Oh, my um, God, I'm so three sorry. Of them in the, three of them in the last three weeks. <laughs> so, yeah, that's... It's been it's been rough around here. Um, you know, I had my I had a co-worker pass away, I had my grandmother pass away, and I had an old high school teacher who was one of the best ones I had passed away, so it's just been a rough couple of weeks. I'm looking forward to the end of the holiday season. Yeah, <laughs> I hear ya. Yeah, and with the holiday season around here being as chaotic as it is, I've gotten no writing done, sadly. But I have, the one thing I have been working on is expanding and beautifying my library. So I've been buying used bookshelves. Which has cool. gone wonderfully. I just need one or two more, and my entire library will be finally properly displayed. Cool. For now. 
Yeah, for now. <laughs> I've bought five and a half. I just need two more. Cool. So that's been my holiday season. Uh, before I forget, Rana, was it your birthday a couple weeks ago? Oh, yeah. I turned 25. <laughs> Woohoo! Yay! <laughs> Happy birthday. Thank you. <laughs> I had a very chilled out birthday. I was actually cat sitting for my boss at the time. So, swing. <laughs> I was in a swanky apartment building, sipping a, a bourbon old-fashioned, so, you know, <laughs> I've had worse birthdays. Oh, cool. And I got to spend right. some time with my friends. They got me a dozen vegan cupcakes. I was so happy. Nice. And, of course, the day this episode posts is Paul's birthday. Yay! Yeah. <laughs> Are you also 30. turning 25? <laughs> no, I'll be 30. <laughs> uh... All right, so Paul is turning 30 the day this episode posts. Rana turned 25 a couple weeks ago. Corey, your birthday's not until February, so. But you just had a birthday. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yes, uh, I. He doesn't like to draw attention to himself, but it just happened a couple days ago. Yes, my birthday was Tuesday. I am now 36, so I'm the old man Woo-hoo! in the group here. Yep, yeah, <laughs> Now, the key update we got to hear, the from, of course, is from Mr. Corey Parker on the reading of The Will of the Magi. How you doing, Corey? Yes, it is coming along well so far. I'm on uh, chapter 28. So I'm coming to the end of the portion I had read through at the beginning of summer, uh, before Paul started rewriting and finishing the ending. So I've got maybe two more chapters before I reach... Completely new versions, no fresh stuff to read. I'm excited about that. Nice. Woohoo! Hi. Cool, okay. So you're thinking, what, another month, maybe? Um, yeah, maybe another couple of weeks. You finish reading and move on to the hard stuff. Okay. Well, What's you the hard wait? stuff? Just the, just the basic uh, actual work of going through line by line and making suggestions, fixing things and whatnot, making comments to Paul. All the fine-tuning that will go into making this the masterpiece it deserves to be. To transform it into the thing that will kill small animals, and maybe (laughs) medium-sized ones as well. Well, I think we've already established that, I mean, you can probably do that already with that first printed copy you had done, right? Yes, well, I mean, I will say, I also did uh, adjust my binder, so now it's just a full binder. It's still, you will still squish wow. lots of things. <laughs> oh, fantastic. Well, we are on the road to completion, and hopefully we will have this book out by, at the latest, springtime. I mean, that should be within the realm of possibility. Yeah, definitely. And hopefully... Only a few months behind schedule. That's okay. But, I mean, it's it's a case of... It's getting the time it needs to have to be made sure that we do it right. We don't want to rush it. We don't want to push it forward. We need to the make sure... The first one is always the hardest to fall. It'll get easier. Seriously, oh, my first book took like three years to edit. Whew. Yeah, this is what we're doing as a hobby. <laughs> True. I just finished editing the third installment of uh, Jim King's Hive novella. And mm. It probably took me a quarter of the time that the first one did. And this one was longer than the first one. Yeah, it was longer than the first one, but he's gotten that much better. And he's gotten into the groove of working with his editor, because he actually works as an editor before it. But right. it's just a lot more polished in the first volume. And the second volume is a little better, and the third is really good. 
All right, so with it being a new year, new January 2018, it is time that everyone is starting to put together their resolutions for the year. Now, I I usually get my resolutions out by March, so I'm working on them. I'll figure it out. We did announce the AS21's resolutions this past week, and it's, you know, but typical stuff. More people listening to our podcast, more books coming out. Obviously, the Will of the Magi is definitely one of our target goals for completing this year. Mm-hmm. So, do you guys have any resolutions you've already put together or are thinking through for, for the year? I am going to redo my website. It's been like three years. And work harder and smarter on sort of getting my art career off the ground a little bit more. Like, actually get some more paid commissions and figure out pricing structures because that stuff is hard and nobody wants to talk about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I am still working on my resolutions for this year. <laughs> well, Paul, Ron, you guys were actually talking about some additional art projects, too. Have you guys discussed that anymore? Or? Not yet. Okay. I still have a couple more scenes I want to try and figure things out for. So it will be a little bit of time. I'm hoping I'll have a list of things before Magi complete. Okay. For people. So that's my goal. Yeah, I would, I would love to do some more illustration work uh, for Will the Magi. Paul gave me some ideas for some key scenes that he would like to see visualized. Let's see if we can make that happen. I, I fully intend on you know having you do that. I just got to, you know, formalize a few minor details for those scenes. And a, there's one or two others I got to figure out if I want to see them or not. So once I have the whole list compiled, I'll be shooting you a few messages about them all. The number one challenge of those, like the cover, is going to be, you know, how the heck do you draw Aiden without drawing Aiden? Yeah. Yes, uh, I've been putting, a, that's been one of the things I've been putting a lot of thought into. <laughs> No, he's just going to be like a, a black shadow on every page. Or just like have something in front of his face every single time. <laughs> well, <laughs> he's always going to walk around with a book in his hands like this. Yeah, You got quite a challenge for Rana there, Paul. <laughs> I am nothing if not difficult. Oh, oh, I'm certain. Yeah, anyone who's been listening for the past 33 chapters plus can definitely <laughs> get a sense of that. Yep. I am the difficult one. I'm sorry. Well, you're the author. You're supposed to be the difficult one. So this is good. This is fine. It's your story. And if, yes. it, if you're not being difficult, then something's wrong because we want to make sure your story is perfect. And that's difficult to getting to perfection. I'm just going to say, I watched The Corpse Bride recently, Okay. and I just had, everything must be perfect, everything must be perfect, <laughs> perfect, perfect, just go through my head, so thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, Corey, do you have any resolutions you've come up with yet? Well, among other things, I resolved to eventually go back to the gym, <laughs> which I have been absent since August. Really? That long? Yeah. Yep. And a dog. Is he feeling all right? Yeah, well, yesterday I found some very disturbing news about the dog. We got him from a shelter. Finally brought him to the vet again. And they gave him x-rays. And they brought us back and said, well, we have a surprise. Your dog's legs are full of bullets. What? What? Yeah. I, I think they may be, uh, like, not you know, shotgun bullets, but little 
smaller uh like pellets yeah like pellets bird shot pellet shot a bb shot maybe yeah something like that i don't know what kind of it might be an air rifle or something oh, jeez poor boy yeah but That's he'll be cool. okay oh sorry to hear that give him some painkillers yesterday and he perked right up okay. <laughs> uh, other than that I guess I probably will resolve to read more books yeah. again, like every year. Yeah, yeah. I uh, was resetting, looking back at my reading challenge on Goodreads, and I got to eighty-seven books this year, and that's not even counting all of them because a lot of the kid, the books I read to my children, I don't enter in. And uh, I was thinking, uh, all right, next year, twenty eighteen, going for a hundred. And in fact, I finished my first one today. It's own. We're recording this on the fifth, and I got one book down: "The Ghost Rider" by Philip Roth, first one in for the year. Nice. So, and now I'm on to "The Revenge of Analog" by David Sachs. Now you do a lot of those yeah, audio books. Yeah, most of my reading is by audiobook, so that I'm able to read while I work and while I walk and while I do other things on the train, on in the car, all that. So I'd say about ninety percent of my reading I do through audiobooks now. Oh, nice. It turns reading into a passive activity. I can still soak up the knowledge and really get into stories. And it, there's a lot of excellent work done with audiobooks. Still have the visualization, but you also have, I, for one thing, in some, a lot of cases, I'm not left trying to figure out how exactly do you pronounce those words because they are pronounced for me. So I'm not <laughs> stuck with those strange words like Krizart Sadarat and Atreides <laughs> and Moadis. <Yes. laughs> so uh, I started trying to have a conversation on the Ask Ace 21 the 21st webcast of getting people talking about making their resolutions for the next year. And I was bringing up the idea of you have this time. A lot of people have time with family over the holidays, and that's a good time to try to use your family as a way to bounce ideas around, to come up with resolutions, and more specifically on creating things, whether it be getting inspiration for stories or getting the encouragement to do something artistic or, you know things like that. So you you all had time with your family over the holiday break. Uh, did you find any such inspiration or encouragement? Encouragement, yes. Inspiration, not so much. <laughs> I talked about a few things with my sister and, you know, she was, you know, empathetic, but she was just like, you know what? Pray about it. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> so she means well. Yeah, you never know. I mean, inspiration may come to you at any time, and it may just be while you're attempting yeah. prayer, or not to say that it's not something to consider. So, yeah, when resolving to create something, I resolving well, making resolutions are all about making ourselves better, uh, improving things, filling the holes that you perceive in your life, and that's why I mean, I've, I especially like my resolutions to be about you know some key things, but also you know, those things that I am doing right to hopefully continue doing them in the new year. I, I personally know I am way behind on most of my personal creative projects. I just find it, I, with all the time I put in creating, you know, doing the podcasting, video work, and other work for the for AS20 Media, it is hard for me to find time to sit down and actually do any writing of my own. 
woefully behind. And in fact, I got so way behind on one story that I had to shelve it. I think, yeah, I've talked about that before that somebody stole the concept of my book and made it a successful real life event. So, how dare they? Yeah. I remember editing chapters of a book called Andy for President. Yeah. Uh, five, five years ago. Yep. God, that was five years ago? Oh, yes, my God. So five and a half. You could have been a rich man. I know. I know. Dang it. <laughs> I had two whole chapters written, and it was only I going to be three. Eight. No, no, I didn't get two? to three. Oh, three. No, I didn't okay. get three done because uh, three was the next one. It was going to be called Commissioner Gordon because oh. each chapter was questioning by a different member of the FEC to the presidential right. candidate. And it was, you know, introduction, the open, you know, the opening. Then you had ranking member was chapter two. And then chapter three was Commissioner Gordon. Then it was like dollars and cents. And I can't remember what other ones, but I had it all worked out. You had and, the outline. Yeah. Yeah. I have, I I could publish all the notes and, you know, if I just would have buckled down and written it years ago. Ugh. Oh, well, I didn't. Too bad. Everyone, anyone listening, if you have a story idea and that could any way remotely possibly come true, write it down now. (laughs) (laughs) Because you never know when someone will steal it in real life and have no idea that they're stealing it because you never wrote it down. I had an idea for an out-there presidential candidate enlivening the masses by making wild provocations, wild statements, and getting somehow winning. My, I mean, the key difference was my, my candidate was a Democrat. And, <laughs> and instead of building a wall, his ideas were like, how to deal with immigration crisis, let's just annex Mexico. So, you know, the exact <laughs> opposite of building a wall. <laughs> well, I mean... That's the whole. That's the best way to stop the immigration crisis. We can build a wall, but the best way to do it, annex everything down to the Penlock Canal. Yeah, it's the shortest section. We only have to build a really little wall, and there's water in front of us. We have a wall and a moat. It works. <laughs> well, consi- <laughs> considering most of the immigrants coming from south of the border are coming from Nicaragua and Costa Rica and Guatemala right now. Yeah. yeah. At least in this area. Especially in light of the allegations from Fire and the Fury by Michael Wolff that just came out. That they did oh, not God. expect to win. <laughs> and, yeah. Uh, okay, so there's your first goal. If you have a story that can remotely possibly come true, write it down before somebody else steals it. <laughs> but mm-hmm. resolve to make yourself better. Resolve to fill the hole that's missing in your life. Because, well, everybody has a hole in some form. So, mm-hmm. so, so Rana wants to have more art projects. And in fact, I have, we actually have a project that's just come forward that we'll be, I'll be talking to you about. <laughs> yeah. And, all right. Paul wants his book out. And he wants to keep writing yeah. more. Getting yeah. his book out should definitely happen this year. If it doesn't happen this year, then there's something oh, wrong. Something major would have to happen wrong for the book not to come out this year. We came from the future and put up roadblocks to prevent the story from being published. No, that's not big enough. Yeah, <laughs> I can. De- I can deal. I have dealt with that. Yeah, 
Well, I yeah, I figured at this point, if time travel were real and there was a reason for certain things not to happen, they would have ha- happened by now because we've had this podcast series charting this whole process. And if they really wanted to stop Paul's book from happening, I mean, 35, 34 chapters in, <laughs> they could have stopped us three years ago. <laughs> Yeah, next month will be the third anniversary of this podcast. Three years done. So, yeah, so they they could have stopped us at any point. <laughs> oh, I do have a fun little piece of news. Okay. I, it's also one that made me laugh. I finally, finally got my first rejection letter. Really? Really? <laughs> <laughs> It was for a short story competition. Oh, okay. An anthology. And, you know, I submitted, I finally submitted something, and I got, it's nice, but no. <laughs> uh, so, and it was, it, sadly, it's an email, not even a letter, it's an email. But I counted. Print that, I it. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm going to print that and frame it, because I still like the fact that I can say, I got my first offer. And acceptance idea before my first rejection. I like this. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you, yours is a blessed life, my friend. <laughs> a blessed life yes, indeed. I have gotten far more, far, far more rejections <laughs> in yeah, every I'm way. Right now. <laughs> oh, rejections from publishers, rejections on jobs, rejections from women. Ah, it's all over. <laughs> Oh, if we're going to, I mean, rejected from jobs, I've only had one job, that doesn't count. Yeah. If we include rejections from women, my numbers destroy everyone. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, obviously. By I mean, the way, my it, girlfriend is listening to me say this, by the way, so. <laughs> <laughs> that's why this podcast may not happen anymore, this book may not, may fail. I may die after this podcast is done recording. <laughs> So, uh, any other ideas anyone would have for giving advice for someone to resolve to create? One thing I always struggle with is, like, making time and making myself a space to work. Like, I know for a fact that I work better if I have, like, a chunk of hours, like, four or six or eight hours where I can just do nothing but work. Like, I hate sitting down for an hour and then getting up to do something else. So, like... I've been struggling a lot to do that recently because I'm still adjusting to like a nine to five full-time job schedule and like my weekends have been pretty full thus far. So I'm going to have to figure out a way to, you know, keep myself accountable to, and find time to do that. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Time management. That's part of my problem. Yeah. See if they, if they just approve my suggestion to add an extra hour to the day, you know that that would work all my co-workers like keep going on and on like no it would be so great if we had four ten hour days instead of five eight hour days i i actually know i I actually have a couple co-workers who work what yeah what's called the maxi flex schedule in the government and they work that sounds like a women's health product (laughs) okay actually yeah max flex Flex, complex, and max. Yeah, it's maxiflex. Yeah, and what it is yeah. is they work four days a week, ten hours a day, and wow. In a couple cases, they have off the Monday. Another, the other one has off Friday. I work what's called a complex schedule, so I work nine hour days, and I get off every other Friday. So, okay. 
Can I can I ask a quick question about the book before we go? Oh yeah, sure. Sure. Alright, Paul. I noticed in chapter twenty five, not to give anything away, spoiler alert. Not really, but we'll put the uh, sound effect in. We we are introduced to the mysterious character of the Dark Elven King. Yes. Whose name appears to make some ambassadors pale with terror. Yet, in the next chapter or two, they hear the name again, and uh, it seems like they don't recognize it. This is something I'm confused by, and I will mark it when I get to it. But I just wanted to note it because it's been bugging And I remember it from the last version, too. That may have just been something I missed out on on my part when I was writing. I was just, That's I was actually just in a little bit of a rush. So, yeah, that particular thing, that the first instance is what should be happening subsequently, so I should fix that. Well, you got time. Don't worry. Yep. I need time. As I'm my very mysterious warlock. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, I think that pretty much wraps us up. So uh, I want to take a minute to thank everyone who came out for the various events of the Give a Book campaign this this past month at Walls of Books in Washington, D.C. We had an excellent turnout for Literary Game Night. Nice turnout for uh, the Poetry Open Mic. Corey made it out for the panel discussion on World War One, and unfortunately, it was a light turnout for Sci-Fi Night with James D. King. But I think it was a little bit too close to Christmas for having that type of event. So, but starting this month, January, we're going to be at Walls of Books every month. On the first Friday is Literary Game Night, and on third Friday will be Poetry Open Mic. We'll have a representative there every night, every time. I don't think we, yeah, we didn't have one this past Friday because we didn't have time between agreeing to do it and getting someone booked. But uh, we're really going to be stepping up with our partnership with Walls Books, and we've got a couple other bookstores that we've been reaching out to outside of the D.C. area that we'll hopefully be able to travel to and exhibit at. So be on the lookout for news about that. Plus, of course, in the year ahead, just discussing our resolutions, we're looking at more books coming out, new podcast series. We're looking for a chief of video production. We want to launch in a couple more video series. We just signed a new audio engineer so that uh, Zach, our producer, has some help. And uh, he's going to be helping with uh, some of the production work. And, and uh, one of the podcasts he'll be taking, be acting as producer for. And we have a lot of great content, a lot of good stories coming out in 2018, and we want you all to be a part of it. Uh, so thank you for listening to the Publish Me podcast. Uh, if you want to reach out to us, we are on Facebook, facebook.com slash publishpodcast, on Twitter at publishpodcast, or you can email us, publishpodcast at as21.com. Please subscribe, like, share, leave a review find us on Podomatic, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, TuneIn, Stitcher Radio, and our home on the web, audio.as21.com. For AS21 Media, I am Keith F. Shovlin. I am Corey I'm Ronna Gaynor. And as always, I'm Paul Dickinson Russell. Remember, where there are thoughts and ideas, there are stories. We'll see you all next month. 
Copyright 2017, AS21 Media, LLC. All rights reserved. AS21 Media. What do you want your story to be?